So I, I hear it a lot that you're like born an entrepreneur, like you are or you aren't. I was definitely not born an entrepreneur at all whatsoever. I used to suck at sales. I used to have a terrible relationship with money. Um, I would have never been the person that would be speaking on stages, let alone having this conversation. Um, I believe a real entrepreneur comes from like the skills that you develop over time and the belief within yourself. What's the worst day you've ever had? Mine was receiving the news that I was a victim of a scheme where I lost thousands of dollars to a fraudulent business education program. Sound familiar? Hopefully not. It is my mission to inspire entrepreneurs to conquer imposter and shiny object syndrome, step into leadership, and create an engaged audience. But the real question is, how do we actually do it? Join me on my journey as I learn and implement strategies alongside successful entrepreneurs. My name is Mac, and this is the Surviving Entrepreneurship Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. We are here with Saba Ali. She made her debut debut on the podcast um, on the launch episodes, and she's been so gracious to come back. Um, just as a reminder, Saba's the founder of Unforgettable by Saba. She's not only an entrepreneur, but a two-time TEDx speaker, consultant, best-selling author, and she's on a mission to help others create unforgettable brands. She's known for her branded work, helping passionate business owners clarify their message and story to attract more clients and gain authority by organic marketing strategies. Saba's work has been featured on publications such as NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox News. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> so, wow. So you were here last time and you did uh-huh. give us a little bit about your, um, your backstory, but I do want to kind of dive in a little bit more into that. So if you could just give a brief reminder for those who did hear it. But if you didn't hear it, I recommend you go back to those episodes, brief episode, but packed full of value. So Saba, for those who are here now, can you just give us a little bit of backstory about um, what your passion is um, and what you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I mean, long story short, I started my entrepreneurial journey when I was 19 years old. That's when I actually ran into my first mentor, coincidentally, when I was in college. So what a lot of people don't know is I wasn't like, I always dreamt of being an entrepreneur, but it wasn't until I actually met my mentor who showed me the capabilities that I didn't see within myself to go out and actually create. So for the first few years, I was just working with my mentor alongside his companies to learn the skills of like marketing and branding and PR and social media. And as I was doing that, I was documenting and sharing my story online all throughout college. So um, what happened is people started to notice and they started to come to me for help when it came to, you know, marketing, branding, copywriting and building an audience. So, you know, I started to, I actually first started to work with local businesses, with their social media, with lead generation, and then I transitioned into online coaching. So, you know, I've been doing that for a few years now and I graduated about two years ago, which is so crazy. It seems like time just flies. Um, but since then, yeah, I work with a lot of online entrepreneurs and help them, helping them sell more of their high ticket offers, all done through branding and organic marketing strategies. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. I honestly didn't even know you just graduated two years ago. That's, that's pretty <laughs> amazing for uh, for the amount of success you've had. That's um, that's wonderful. Congratulations. Um, so there are a couple of things that you mentioned that I want to dive a little bit um, yeah. into. Um, when we talked last time, you talked about whenever you started, you didn't, you were just providing value. You didn't really have an offer. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? And is that a path you would recommend people go down? Mm-hmm. So it depends. So honestly, for me, like 
when I was in college and when I got introduced to this entire world of entrepreneurship, you know, I was just so intrigued by it that yes, I obviously wanted to make money, but that wasn't like my first goal right off the bat. Like I was working with my mentor, which is where I was getting my income because I was actually working in his company. So I was just learning and I was building up that brand as I was doing so. But like I started to realize, oh, I really do have a lot of value with my own story and with the skills that I developed over time. I can actually provide a service. So I think for me, like, like, the gain that I had was yes, over the course of like one to two years, um, it was actually, I want to say a year and a half in when I wrote my first book, which was like my first product that I sold online. Um, people actually bought because for the first year, all I did was provide value and share a story. However, with that being said, a lot of people are really successful by utilizing their brand and their story and utilizing organic strategies to sell a product that they might have right now. Um, because like, obviously you're in the online space and right now it's so flooded with people doing the exact same thing, but the only differentiating factor between you and somebody else is yourself, right? So when I first got started, I realized people got intrigued by me because of my story and what I was sharing, because, you know, it wasn't necessarily typical, quote unquote, for a college student to travel around, skip classes, go to events, write books, and be on like news channels. Like it was different. So, you know, I utilize that to my benefit. But, you know, someone that may be listening to this, maybe they're not in college, maybe they are working a job and they're like, oh, I need to wait like one to two years until I can actually make money. Um, that's completely false. All you need to do is identify how you can utilize your story into your marketing to attract the people that you actually want to be working with. That that definitely makes sense because um, you talk about branding and your story because essentially most people are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the difference is how if I connect with you or if I connect with them and yeah. I buy from them, right? So the story connects things together. So how would you, like, when we talk about a story, Where's the, what's the most, and this is a hard question, this is probably a hard question for you to answer right now, but how would you recommend someone go about creating, and not necessarily creating, but developing their story mm-hmm. to be shared, right? Because I think everybody has a story. No, but there's nobody on this earth that doesn't have a story, right? But yeah. it's a matter of sharing it and constructing it. So where mm-hmm. would you say this is the best place to start? Yeah, for sure. So when it comes to sharing a story, there's so many different ways to do so. But the easiest way to share a story is to look back in your journey and identify like the old version of yourself, the transformational version, and then like the new version. So even before I started anything, I'll, I'll share with you guys a story that I, I would tell because previously I, I didn't have a business. I was on TV. Like I didn't have any of this. So when I first started the, the, short, the story that I shared was like my, my low point was when, you know, I was growing up and I was really shy and really introverted. However, I had the dream of owning my own fashion store because I was really interested in fashion. That's actually what I studied in college for is fashion and business. So, you know, that was my dream. I soon realized as I went into college that I just really enjoyed business and fashion was just one of my hobbies. 
And it wasn't until I met my mentor, which was my transformational moment that introduced me into this entire world of entrepreneurship. Now what I'm doing is I realize I have a story that people connect, can connect with me um, online so people can actually start to follow me. So like what I did was, you know, I still have more of my story that I can share, but like all throughout high school, I lost my mom when I was 15 and I was in a terrible four-year relationship. Back when I first started, I shared that as my story for people to start to follow me. I wasn't necessarily teaching business, but you know, people that intrigued by what I was sharing now, I don't talk about that that much because it's not so relevant with my audience. Um, so now what I talk about is how I transitioned and shared my story from a college student, graduate, and now I'm doing this full time. And I've been doing it since what, like 21, 20 so like, that's the story that I share now. So, you know, for you guys that are watching, you want to try and identify moments in your journey where you felt really emotional and like a need to change. And maybe for you, even you starting a podcast or getting into a new business might be your transformational moment. But what makes a good story from a bad story is showing your consumer or your client or your audience that they can do it too. What happens, and I'm going on a tangent, but what happens oh, is oh, online oh. <laughs> on the social media space is a lot of people just flash the new you, right? They flash, oh, I'm, I'm speaking on stages, I'm on TV, I'm making X amount of money, but they don't show the process of someone getting there, of themselves getting there. So your audience, they might get intrigued by you, but they can't see within themselves that they can do it too. So that's why you need all three of those pieces in order to make a really good story that actually sells. Wow. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense, right? Because like, if you look at Tony Robbins, I don't see my, or even like Gary Vee or those kind of guys, like I can't see myself there right now, right? But if I saw someone who became that person yeah. and showed me the journey, like, oh, okay. So <laughs> it, it is actually possible because they were once where I was, right? Exactly. So even though I know Tony Robbins wasn't born being Tony Robbins, but it's still like impossible unless you see the journey. So that makes yeah. so much sense. So let's come back to you as far as when you first... um got into, we talked about the fashion store and all the stuff you wanted to do and the mentor and, you know, seeing him for college class. But what were you actually trying to accomplish? Like, what were you trying to do? What was your ultimate goal at that point? So at the point when I met my mentor, when I was in Yeah, college, when you yeah. went to college and you were like, you know, wanted to, you mentioned you wanted to own a fashion store, start a fashion yeah. store. So what was the, in your eyes, what was the end goal at that point? Yes. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I went to college for two majors. I graduated with two, apparel merchandising and design and business management. So initially when I went into college, I had the dream of, I was going to start my own clothing line. You know, I would look up to, you know, like, like Chanel and all of those big like fashion brand names. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to create my own clothing line. Like, that's just what I love to do. But you know, as when I met my mentor, Brandon Adams, that's his name, Brandon, you know, I got introduced to this world of entrepreneurship, like, you know, the online space and like marketing and PR and speaking. I just got so intrigued by it. So like my goals, it completely shifted. I was still working towards doing something in the fashion niche. And shortly after I wrote my book, when I was a sophomore in college, I started to launch t-shirts online, start to sell that as a product. But once again, I realized that wasn't 
that wasn't my passion anymore. It was just like a hobby to me. Mm. So like back then, like I wanted to build this big fashion like industry and name, but my goals changed as I, you know, got into this niche in this industry. And I think that's also, you know, something that people should acknowledge and realize is just because you shift course doesn't mean like, you know, you've like failed or, you know, it's just not going to work out for you because what a lot of people don't know is I went through a lot of different things until one thing actually worked. So previously I did have a podcast. I did it with a college student. We did it for like six months. That didn't really go anywhere. I used to drop ship and I did e-commerce. That didn't really go anywhere. Um, you know, I did like an online course for like college students and that didn't really go anywhere either. And not until, you know, I started to do agency work and then transitioned to coaching. Did I find something that actually worked for me? Um, so like, it wasn't just right off the bat that, you know, I did what I'm doing right now. I think that's that's great because I think it makes you more of a well-rounded person. Like you can identify the struggles of someone who's trying to start an online business, <laughs> or the struggles of someone who has a podcast or whatever, and that makes you a better coach, in my opinion, at least. Um, so now, what kind of struggles did you go? Obviously, we talk about the kind of jumping from one thing to the yep. other, but if we fast forward a little bit past that, you found your place. You're like coaching, consulting, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm passionate about. What kind of struggles did you, like, did you go through on the path to becoming where you are now? Mm-hmm. So I want to say there was definitely a lot. Um, I want to say the main thing was me, me and my mindset and how I was actually showing up in my business. Um, since I am a lot younger, I'm a female and I'm a minority. A lot of people, I thought a lot of people didn't take me seriously. And yes, I did come across people that didn't take me seriously. However, a lot of the times it was just something I was telling myself and I was living in a position where I couldn't just grow in my business. So, you know, I've gone through a lot of courses, worked with a lot of mentors and a lot of coaches to realize and to understand that success comes from like the consistency and the discipline of doing the thing every single day. But it also comes from controlling your mind from the self-doubts that you have because an entre- like a successful entrepreneur knows the self-doubts, the limiting beliefs, the imposter syndrome that we may have, that doesn't really ever go away. And some people like they might say, oh, it goes away, but it doesn't. What makes, you know, what makes a successful entrepreneur from an unsuccessful entrepreneur is a matter of how you can actually control it. So for me, once I actually realized that concept, I actually like start to work on my mindset with my routine and meditation and affirmations and, you know, all the small stuff that I do, I start to excel a lot more in my business. With that being said, you still need a good strategy in order to implement and make your business move forward. So for me, kind of go, it kind of went hand by hand when I was showing up and doing the daily actions of creating posts and having conversations and getting on calls my mindset was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm never going to be able to charge like, you know, two to three grand. I'm never going to be able to work with this person. Like, you know, they're probably just going to work with someone else. And then of course it didn't make the sale. When I transitioned my mindset, I was like, okay, I know I have a product that people are going to love. I believe in it so much. It's my duty to help this person because I know if they work with me, they're going to get to a position where they love their life. And that's how I start to show up. And that's how I start to see that transformation. Um, so I think, I think I answered your question. Yeah, <laughs> I no. <laughs> 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 no, 
<laughs> you definitely did. You answered my question and then some, so that's wonderful. So uh, <laughs> tell me something that's true that no one would agree with you on. Ooh, I believe anyone can be an entrepreneur. So I I hear it a lot that you're like born an entrepreneur, like you are or you aren't. I was definitely not born an entrepreneur at all whatsoever. I used to suck at sales. I used to have a terrible relationship with money. Um, I would have never been the person that would be speaking on stages, let alone having this conversation. Um, I believe a real entrepreneur comes from like the skills that you develop over time and the belief within yourself. Like I just like, I see those memes all the time. Like you're born an entrepreneur or like you're not an entrepreneur because you know, you don't have 500 people working under you. I think that's like complete like bullshit. <laughs> like, honestly, I feel like the definition of an entrepreneur is if you are, you know, creating something and, you know, monetizing it. I think that's the definition of an entrepreneur. You don't have to have like 10 million people working below you. If you're creating and you're selling something and getting people results, I think that's like being an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense for sure. Um, definitely. Speaking of um, the skills you develop, what are, what are the best resources that have helped you on the way? Obviously you did talk about having a mentor, but yeah. outside of that, um, what, what would you equate some of your success to as far as resources? Yeah. So I'm definitely a reader. I love to read books, um, you know, both business and mindset books. For me, um, one of the books that changed my life was A Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Gikandi. And I know I've already recommended that book to you, but that talks about law of attraction and pretty much your energy and how you show up in your business and in your life. Um, previously, one book that I would always recommend is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I still absolutely love that book, but A Happy Pocket Full of Money it shows you how law of attraction works. And I believe once you understand how to do something, it's so much easier to actually do it in real life. Um, So that book just really, really helped me with my mindset. Um, As far as just like other resources, for me, obviously before quarantine, everything happened, going and attending events just to meet other people that are doing the same thing as you really helped me. like obviously us as entrepreneurs, we're doing this kind of all on our own. So sometimes it can get lonely. For me, like I just get so energized by being around people that are on the same kind of like vision as I am. So I always try to surround myself with people that do have the same mindset and the same energy in order for me to get to that point. Because like over time, when you are in the entrepreneurial space, you'll learn the strategies and the tactics of how to, you know, market and sell and do calls. But like, like what I said earlier, the real success comes from, you know, just being in that energy to really do so. Like you can already know everything, but if you're not showing up that way, it's really, really hard for you to succeed. Understood. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, this is a question I like to ask everyone. Um, how would you explain the blueprint to success in entrepreneurship and online business? How would you explain it to, for example, like a 10-year-old? Yeah. So, ooh, this is, a, this is a good question. So the first thing that I would say, so step one would be to identify what it is that you want. 
simple. So that would be, you know, what, what does your life look like? How much money do you want to make? Where do you want to live? How much do you want to be working every single day? That'd be number one, because when you identify number one, then it's easier to understand step number two, which is the type of business that you would want to create. Is it selling products? Is it speaking on stages and getting paid for it? Is it creating an online digital course? Is it, um, you know, actually creating a brick and mortar store and actually having like, you know, the old style of being an entrepreneur? Like, what does that look like? And then based on step number two, step number three, we're trying to identify a route or like a mentor or a coach or something to help you get to that point. Like I'm a sole believer that anyone, anyone can get to their goals. But I also do believe it's a lot faster if you follow someone that's done what you've already done and follow in their footsteps. My first mentor, Brandon, he would always tell me that is find someone who's done what you already want to do and follow in their footsteps because it is a lot faster. Um, but you know, basically if, if I'm breaking it down even more, you want to identify a problem, you want to identify the solution, and then you want to identify how you're going to get that solution to the client's problem. Like that's what it would look like. So for an example, let's not even talk about online marketing or like the digital space. If someone is thirsty and they want water, what are they going to do? They're going to go to a convenience store and buy a water bottle. So for you as a business owner, you need to identify, okay, which area on my map is the most highest traffic where people would stop and actually purchase a water bottle, right? So would it be... um, you know, on like the highway and one of the rest stops? Would it be where there are 10 other convenience stores around? Like what would that look like? And kind of just like going through and navigating it that way. So like, it's always just about like the type of questions you're asking yourself to try and identify the answer. Yep. And it is just like the whole uh, vi- uh, vitamin shop next to a gym, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right? A smoothie place next to a gym or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. Um, so if you could step into my shoes um, as a podcast host, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. All right. Give us the answer then. <laughs> Ooh, um, I shouldn't have said that because that's a that's a that's a good question. <laughs> so I I have a bigger picture of it all. Um, I being completely honest, I still don't know where I'm gonna be in like twenty to thirty years. I don't know that, but I also do know like where I want to be at. Like with what I'm doing right now, I love what I do. I love to coach. You know, I just love to solve problems when it comes to, you know, marketing and branding and just really understanding consumer psychology. I read a ton of books on it and I wish I would have taken actually psychology when I was in college. But for me, like when I can actually see a client breakthrough, not just in their business, but realize their own potential, that's what really makes me happy. So over time in the next like five to 10 years, I want to be like the female version of like Tony Robbins, I like to say. Um, but in my own like little spin, right? So what people don't know is when I was actually working with my mentor, the first few years, I was throwing a lot of events. I was in charge of throwing like $30,000, $40,000 events. And I was doing that when I was in college. So I know the background of throwing events too. 
when I moved to South Florida here just like a few months ago, I was going to start to put on small events. Unfortunately, with COVID and everything happening, that kind of postponed. But eventually, you know, I want to throw events and I want to speak a lot more because I truly believe that like the power of sharing your story can really help inspire many more people and taking action in their own life. So right now, you know, I'm doing this as well as I can online. But the goal for me is to take this more in person because I feel like there's such a better in-person interaction and transformation when you're doing so. Um, But like, yeah, long story short for me, I just love to see other people like breakthrough. Like if my clients are getting results, like I would much rather see them getting results than like even sometimes me growing in my business because I just, it just further validates that what I'm doing is actually making a change because it's not always just about me. Good. I'm glad you said that. That's awesome. Um, and then uh, finally, what is a piece of advice you're better at giving than you are doing yourself? Piece of advice I'm better at giving than doing myself. Um, so I want to bring it back to mindset. Um, I'm definitely not a pro and always being on my top game. There's still times where I'm like dipping in my mindset too, especially with so like so much new change. Um, like, I think it's a ever, it's like a never ending play when it comes to mindset. You know, sometimes when I have conversations, even with my close friends, you know, they talk about certain things. I'm like, oh, you know, you just need to look at it from a different perspective. But once again, when I, something's going wrong with me and my business, you know, sometimes I obviously don't listen to my own advice. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I believe if this, if you have a powerful why and purpose behind it, once again, why you're doing something, like you'll always figure it out. Like I haven't given up yet. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Even though like every other day I might want to give up and that's just real, like real talk. Like if something goes wrong, I'm like, oh my gosh, like why am I even doing this? I'm like, oh yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay, good, good, good. So uh, we're going into what I like to call the lightning round. So 10 questions, okay. lightning fast. Um, not, not really, but <laughs> the lightning <laughs> round of questions. So um, what I'm going to ask, I'm going to start with number one. Uh, you kind of mentioned this, but I'm going to dare you to give me a different answer. Okay. What is your desert island book? Um, the leading brain. Okay. What habit or quality has contributed most to your success? Working out in the mornings. What would you consider your biggest failure? Ooh, my biggest failure. Um, I want to say when I created my course for college students, I didn't necessarily have all the credibility that I needed in order to do so. And I didn't have the right steps to do so. So it was just a complete flop because <laughs> I wasn't even really solving a problem um, for them at the time. Okay. And have you ever been in a fist fight? No. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you could switch lives with anyone for a day, whether it be a fictional person or a real person, who would it be? Tony Robbins. Uh, what's the most embarrassed you've ever been? Ooh. I want to say it was one of the first times I actually spoke in front of a crowd, 
even though like I didn't necessarily like mess up, but like, I'm pretty sure the audience knew I was really, really nervous. And I was like, I'm never going to do that again. But obviously I did. <laughs> yeah. So much for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's, um, what's the thing about yourself you'd most like to uh, improve? Ooh, I want to say... I want to say my confidence, even though once again, a lot of people think I have like a lot of confidence. Um, but yeah, I think, I think just still how I'm showing up in my business. Cause I continually push myself to grow every single day. Um, so that's something that I just really, really focus on every day. Okay. Uh, if you could play King, if you could play queen for a day, what's one rule in life you would, um, you would like make everybody adhere to? the golden rule. So you want to, you know, what you put out is what you get. So like, I believe we're all one. So like treat others like the way that you want to be treated. What's the most scared you've ever been? Um, well, if I want, if I talk about recently, just this past weekend, I held a snake and I, <laughs> I held a snake and it was like really, really scary. Um, I just hate snakes and spiders, but that's like the most recent thing that I can think of. <laughs> I, I would ask why, but I, I know you live in Florida. So I, <laughs> it's just Florida, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what, what three words would you um, most hope people would use to describe you? She is unforgettable. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. All right, perfect. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Just um, as we as we let you go on these, um, who else would you recommend I interview for uh, this podcast? Yeah, so one person I always recommend is my first mentor, Brandon Adams, and I'm more than happy to make that connection. Um, he's done quite a lot, you know, in his entrepreneurial journey. You know, he's um, public. He's you know obviously published best-selling books. Um, he actually. Three years ago, two years ago, he traveled the entire U.S. with his wife to film a TV show, which actually got, um, it's an Emmy award-winning TV show. So, you know, he's just done a lot, super amazing person. So that's one person I always recommend to, um, you know, people for them to interview. Nice, nice. That sounds interesting. Um, and then as we get you out of here on this, where, where can people go to find you? And what do you have going on in your life that you want people to know about? Yeah, for sure. So you can find me all on social media, super, super active on Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram, my handle is at the Sabo Lee and Facebook. You, you can just type in my first and last name and send me a friend request. Um, if you want to connect with me more on a business professional level, you can check out my website, saboliconsulting.com. And, you know, obviously I mentioned this throughout the entire show, but with what I do is I help, you know, online entrepreneurs sell more of their high ticket products when it comes to utilizing their own brand and doing it all organically, meaning without, you know, spending any money on ads. So, you know, if you're in a position where you either even might be like freelancing, you kind of might have an offer, you do have an offer that's not selling and you really just want to become like the dominant person in your niche, in your industry, and you need help and you're ready to get that help, um, just reach out to me on any you know, social media platforms. I'm more than happy to have a conversation with you. Awesome. Awesome. How generous of you. So now what, what can I do to help you? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so for me, like when people ask me this, I just always tell them, show up 
as powerfully as you can every single day. Because honestly, for me, like I, like whenever someone asks me that, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like I ask them, like, how can you help me? But for me, like if I'm, like if I know that, like you know, my content and like what I put out is actually helping people. Like, um, even just by you sharing that with me also reminds me that I'm doing something good. Like I still have those days where I'm like, Oh, am I actually like doing the right thing? Like I sometimes still like doubt myself. I'm a very transparent person. So if I know that my content is helping other people and they're actually showing up as the best version as they can be, simply telling me that liking my stuff, commenting, you know, that just, that really does just help a lot for me too. So that would be like the short, short answer. Perfect. Well, it's been so much fun talking to you and getting to know you a little bit more. Um, it's full of value, just amazing. So guys, please make sure you follow her, check her out, Instagram, Facebook, her website's available. All the links are going to be down below. Um, and we just loved having you here and talking to you. And obviously you came back for round two. So um, <laughs> maybe when you make that transition in life, we can get you back for round three. So uh, yeah. once again, thank you so much for being here, Saba. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. 